This podcast is produced by EnergeticCity.ca, your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To support local news and this podcast, go to EnergeticCity.ca slash join to find out more. Welcome to the podcast Secrets of the North, a podcast about true crime in Northern BC. I'm your host, Emily Gowan. And I'm the co-host, Spencer Hall. Our podcast may contain mature content, and it usually does, uh, so listener discretion is advised. Hey, Spencer. Hi, Emily. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? Good. I'm just delightful. I'm always. Um, I'm enjoying a nice iced coffee. Uh, I'm drinking water out of the most extra glass, uh, which uh, no one can see it right now, so I don't know why I brought it up. But it's essentially one of the, uh, it's like those beer glasses where it kind of looks like a brandy glass almost. It's just extra. It looks like a wine glass with extra steps. It looks like the sort of thing that a patron of a restaurant would casually slip into their purse when they're leaving. That is not how we acquired Okay, I was like... They came on to uh, uh, back in the day. Back in the day. Last year. Last uh, year. <laughs> morning, back in my day, Morning guys. show host Deb Craig used to have uh, Energetic Eats, and then one okay. morning they just brought beer, and so we had beer at 9 a.m. on Wednesday. <laughs> and I gotta say, you have been nursing that Tim Hortons iced coffee, sir. I didn't want the ice to make noise during our episode. Um, I will let you know, um, and for our listeners, Emily and I have been friends in real life for like two years, and it just last week, I actually got her phone number. Yes. Oh, um, we forgot. To, yeah. Um, and then I saved you as a contact today, and I couldn't think about what, because I didn't want to just put Emily Gallon, because that's whatever. Boring. Well, it's like, that just makes it sound like we don't have a relationship. Mm-hmm. So then I was looking for... No, what makes it sound like we don't have a relationship is the fact that we've never exchanged phone numbers. I mean, you know what? I but think, we had, well, I think. We had, but then you had my phone number wrong, so you were texting this poor person that was like yes. one digit off from me for like yes. a year. Which, is this a theme of your life? being related to phone numbers that are one number off something like yeah your phone number right now is one number off the rcmp detachment yeah and then growing up uh, my home phone number was one digit off of the coca-cola distributors oh see see this is this is what you're meant to, to be just slightly off of the people slightly that you want to talk to do you want to talk to me no uh no i'm just kidding um but yeah anyway so i was trying to think about what emoji should be for you and okay. then immediately it came to me so now you have a peach emoji next to your name. Oh, not an eggplant? No. No, because you always okay, talk about butts. your butt. Okay, yeah. It's probably going right. to be a because butt. Because I'm and trying then, to be professional. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a butt and a large. raccoon. Oh. oh. Some of the listeners will really love that because I've... Uh, for the listeners who don't know, I'm in a Kyle and Emily group uh, with thousands of us on online. Because and there are thousands of there, you. There's many of us. And my claim to fame in this Facebook group is was pumpkins but now i have recently added raccoons to this mix um so they would have appreciated that comment the you know five of them that are listening yeah all five hi thank you for yeah, listening hey guys this well, is just a me to you thank you um so do we have any updates at all spencer uh yes. we solved a banjo related crime yes that uh, was amazing so that was cool um other than that not really um can we complain about the taylor bridge i recently when haven't we like i feel like every time we have to post something on the taylor bridge there's always and to be fair there's a lot to complain about that bridge needs to be replaced it needed to be replaced there's actually more welds on it than um like like repairs than there were when it was originally built 
did you see on our news um our instagram news feed how i posted like all those crashes accidents the collapse of the taylor bridge i didn't see the accidents but i did just randomly kind of tune in because i get here's the thing is that emily usually manages our instagram and i just get all the notifications um so sometimes it'll look like someone's like repeatedly messaging us i'm like oh my god what so then i'll look and then i'll see that you've been talking to them and i'm like oh i'll just deke out um but no it's like i i went on uh once and then you just said Oops, we forgot about that time the bridge collapsed. And I'm like, I didn't even know that happened. I didn't know that that bridge collapsed either. And there's full-on footage of it. It's amazing. Really? Yeah. I'll have to look that um, up. Poor listeners if they're joining us for like the first time. But uh, yeah. If in... they don't live in the Peace region, they have no idea. So essentially, here, let me explain to you what the Taylor Bridge is. It's yes. like the main way that the northeast, uh, like northeast BC, it's actually the Peace River Bridge, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, you have been told. Spencer. I have been told. Um, but it's in Taylor. Um, so... It's called, everyone calls it the Taylor Bridge. Um, It is, yeah, the main way for us to be connected to the rest of the province. And if that bridge goes down, we are SOL. Do do Um, you know how many people reached out on Instagram about the Taylor Bridge? Like asking us to fix it? (laughs) We have more, no, we have more listeners that are like, enraged and just they really stand with us about the taylor bridge good they than, than about anything else which i mean yes okay we do the need to make a stance on this well the problem like okay start a petition all i know is that i know that we need a new bridge and we don't have one yet so now we're going to head over to crime corner uh and we're going to do something a little different this time in that emily is going to read a crime corner but before sh- she does that i'm going to read mine and uh then we're just going to go on like normal uh so On April 13th, another dating app robbery occurred on Thursday, which mirrored a pair of robberies from March. So, uh, it happened in Dawson Creek when the target was contacted through the dating app Grindr, and a meeting was organized. The suspect would meet the the victim briefly, then one or two accomplices would arrive at the location and rob the victim. Oh. So, police had put out a warning like three weeks earlier about two similar robberies where Grindr was used to lure the victims. Uh, and they believe that there are actually more victims of similar robberies, but they may be uncomfortable with coming forward. Well, especially... So, Grindr... So, this is a very target-specific group, and victims may be reluctant to report, which is what uh, Corporal Graham Hartle of the Dawson Creek RCMP said. Well, that's why they would prey on, like, the minority. Mm-hmm. The well, yeah, so people like to think about Grindr like as a just like for gay men. And initially, that's kind of what it was. But now it's like there are trans women who use it. There's obviously okay. bisexual men, trans men, yeah. uh, which not to be confused, trans are, is not a sexuality. But um, so it's definitely like it's a targeted thing. They're going after LGBTQ. So uh, the detachment, in order to like kind of mitigate this, they recommend meeting in a safe, neutral public space when meeting somebody off of a dating app. Um and if yeah right oh um, for sure i i once went on um plenty of fish this is like so long ago and i could tell because you used plenty of fish please continue yeah um i met with the guy we went out for for dinner and one of the first things he said to me was you're so much better looking in person <laughs> see that's better i usually like, get I the opposite compliment. oh no i'm just kidding don't. No, i don't look good in pictures i look all right in real life though i'm not photogenic but continue so what were these rat bastards continuing to do to um, our community um essentially like they would just it would be like if you got a message being like, hey, you want to meet up tonight or whatever? And then they're like, yeah, which is Durr. predominantly what Grindr is used for. Um, Get it. Yeah. I'm, no no shame. Uh, but anyway, they would show up. They'd meet. They'd like be okay. And then like two people would like come out. And so it'd be like three against one. And then you're like, oh, God. And then That's they're a pretty old con, though, hey? Yeah, but it's like it's so targeted. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, anyway, so 
the RCMP thinks that there are people who have been robbed but who may be uncomfortable coming forward because yeah. you know maybe they're not out or maybe it was like an yep. extramarital thing um, which happens uh, uh, I mean that's not what they said the RCMP did not okay. say that it might be an extramarital thing that was just me uh, but there are many reasons why somebody may be uncomfortable coming forward especially I mean another thing I think we have to keep in, uh, in our minds is you know the historical relationship between LGBTQ people and the police um, there have been ma- there's been progress made but you still might be uncomfortable if you're, you know, if you're older or or if you just, rem- if you're very, you're a queer history buff. Yeah. Um, so that might be another reason. But also, again, because it's such a targeted one and maybe you're not out yet. Um, those are my those are my theories as to why somebody would be uncomfortable. However, and we're smaller towns, so people know other people. Yep. There's been a history of like more of a redneck attitude in the past. Um, I think we're making progress, though. Yeah, I, th- I think that sure. Fort St. John is a little bit more progressive than people give it give yeah. it credit for yeah. um carry on spencer yeah uh so you know uh, it may be difficult coming forward it is worth noting that at no time did they name any of the victims and they usually don't um but uh you know if you have been a victim of a robbery i do urge you to contact the dawson creek rcmp at 250-784-3700 nowhere near our phone number mm-hmm. here yes exactly um anyway that's my crime corner stay safe guys um especially like i've used grinder here in the past it's like you see the same faces so if you see someone new if you see someone who looks extra photoshopped well not photoshopped but like where i'm like this is very clearly a picture that you've stolen off of instagram um but like you know and it again if something seems too good to be true it probably is but you know what don't let that don't let that stop you from trying to find love or love for one night no shame do what you gotta do Anyway, uh, I'll throw it over to Emily for her crime corner. Okay, well, because today's episode, Spencer, is going to take place around a hotel, I thought it would only be fitting to read bad hotel reviews from the area, from our area. Oh, so this is your crime, is that it wasn't a nice hotel? Yes. Oh, okay. This is my... This is fun. Addictive, adjunction, my shmishmi. This is my little... Your contribution. Contribution to Crime Corner. Okay. Oh my God, amazing. I'm okay. sorry, I'm just looking at these now. Mm, uh, keep your eyes on yo, me, yeah, Spencer. I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking at Emily just for everyone who's All listening. All right. This Please. one says, and I quote, not worth a rating. If I didn't have to put a star here to post it, I wouldn't. So I was forced into a bind and I had to stay two nights in town as I live in a rural area, Fort St. John. And on the first night, I had room 204 and it looked like a drug deal went wrong with holes in the walls and two by fours as the door jam that had been oh kind of kicked in. Kind of worried if I was sleeping with a ghost or someone murdered. Second night, That's I got room. That's how I feel room. every time I go in a hotel. I'm like, what if someone died in here? Second night, I got room 108. Went in and had a shower after a hard day's work. Stepped out of the shower and seen a very large spider nest on the wall. Went to stretch out on the bed and wow, that sucker was huge. <laughs> Probably had two legs on it. Free, free, free. Sh- I think that means Wait, for fuck's hold sake. Hold on. <laughs> spiders have eight legs. Did you mean two inch legs? Yeah, two inch legs. <laughs> it had two legs. That thing was huge. It's just, <laughs> I'm just thinking about a spider with two legs. 
one on the front, one on the back. Like a seesaw. <laughs> he's like always oh, like kind of like tumping over. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay, where was I? Uh, okay. I killed, I killed Prob- that one quickly. Okay. Killed that one quickly. Then I walked around looking for more. And it, was, lo- it was pretty easy because he had two legs, so he didn't run very fast. But no, And lo and behold, 12 more. So, oh, my God, 12? So I had enough, and I walked to the office, which was vacant at 1130. Oh, no. The open sign was lit up, so I rang the bell and no answer. Okay, so I rang again, and I knocked for 25 minutes. No answer. So I called them nine times, left four voicemails, and got no answer. Piss poor service in disgusting rooms for $90.40 a night. Come on. Beep. Motel. (laughs) I love the (laughs) self-censor. You're a disgrace to my town. End quote. Oh, my God. So good. That's so good. But also, $90 per night is not bad. Not for that, but... Here's another one. Can I hold on? I need to. I feel like we need to decompress okay. after that one. Oh my god! <laughs> there was a lot that happened. There. That sounds like as soon as I said oh. 108, I immediately thought of that Stephen King book, 1408, oh. Room 1408. Oh yeah. Oh man, that movie was. Did Nicholas Cage? I think he was. I just watched that picture. Uh, the that was man. it the unbearable weight of talent or whatever the movie he was in with I, Pedro Pascal. Oh, I need to see it. I mean, I just I just do it Pedro, to look at Pedro Pascal. Pedro such a beautiful man uh anyway oh my god i'm so sorry for this person who's just trying to do their work yeah um but also four voicemails dude mm. that's a lot yeah he was aggressive i would but yeah also if i saw a either a 12 inch uh, a spider oh with 12 inch legs or two inch legs or a spider with two legs i would be calling somebody <laughs> i would be calling i'd be calling 911 mm-hmm. <laughs> to be honest okay here's another one spencer and i quote crack drugs thieves not people. crack drugs <laughs> My God. And people looking to scam. The guy in the office always seems to be on drugs, partying with other drunks. Thank God we left and got our money back. End quote. Don't I mean, know at least you got was. your money back. Yeah, they got their money back. They had, they had a show, dinner and a show. Wow, crack drugs and prostitutes, thieves. Uh, actually, I think that, first off, whoever wrote that review, it's sex workers now. Yeah, it's but, 2023. Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, I'm glad you got your money back. And uh, you didn't have to do, uh, deal with the two-legged spider, so you're okay. good. I'm so, I don't know why I'm so obsessed with the two-legged spider. I know it's because definitely like Emily not reading it properly because it is two-inch legs because that's scarier. Uh, but <laughs> it's two legs. Okay. Uh, two more. And I quote, nothing over... N- nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing over a quarter inch of crud and dust under the bed. Cleaning lady walked in in the morning and she seen me standing there naked. And the tub had yellow stains all around it, end quote. <laughs> Man, that's a comedy of errors right there. But yeah. also, I here's the thing with hotels, is that when I go there... Here's, here's the thing here's about the hotels. Thing. When I go to one, I'm not looking, you know? I Like, if the sheets are clean, fine. I'm not looking oh, under yeah, the bed. Oh, yeah, I don't look. I don't... I don't need to look. Yeah, no, I well, uh, we just recently stayed at the coast in uh, Abbotsford, and it was really clean and Beautiful. nice, uh, and I didn't, I didn't have a quarter inch of crud and dust under the bed, mm-hmm. uh, and we were in the pet-friendly room. Uh, yeah. I got one more to get through. Oh, man, okay. Okay, and I quote, Horrid, if I could put zero stars, I would. We paid $126 to have a quick shower in filth and ended up going home to no power. 
The coffee pot had moldy coffee. The microwave chunks of old food. The shower was so filthy you rubbed your finger and dirt and grime came off it. The toilet unflushed. <laughs> oh my god, that's not good. Wait, hold on. The toilet. Un- so you were you were using it, you flushed it, know. and then it came back at you. I don't know why I'm asking you. Like, I you wrote this there. review. I wasn't. There. Yeah, thank God. Jeez. The cleaning lady had to come and clean stuff when we were already in the room trying to put our kids to bed, which at ten thirty at night. And then apparently, uh, okay, these are these are not my words. These at are not 10, coherent strings of words. Ten thirty at night was intoxicated outside with two men yelling. This place so, is absolutely disgusting, <laughs> and a disgraced Fort St. John. What a waste of money. End quote. Here's the thing. Tell me the thing. Because they're so unclear, I don't know if the toilet was just backed up, and then the cleaning lady had to come back. But also, I don't know if the cleaning lady, which they put in quotations, where I'm like, well, she's there cleaning, and I mean, she's she's doing her job. It makes it sound like the cleaning lady was outside at night screaming with the two intoxicated guys, which I'm like with the children. There, no, no. <laughs> they they had the children intoxicated. They had, the parents were very upset. Well, they had to. The power to was to, out. They had a strict bedtime at 10:30 p.m. and they just they wanted to keep drinking. The, the parents were very upset. They were about like, it. "Listen, Timmy, you're gonna have a hangover for school tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Second mm-hmm. grade is harder than first. No, I'm mm-hmm. just kidding. Don't give alcohol yeah, to your kids. No. Um, but also, don't stay at this hotel. Holy crap! Moldy coffee. Like it sounds like it's like it sounds like you're walking into a Rob Zombie movie. <laughs> okay, well that's all I have for. That my... was a hyperbole. There was no murder that happened. In no, there, there wasn't. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, I hope that I never have to stay at that hotel, whatever it is. Um, well, I feel like I'm... I feel like now we have to do next next episode. We'll have to look at the nice reviews of hotel, yeah, hotels hotels in Fort St. John, just to balance it out. There are some nice hotels. The Pomeroy is quite nice. Well, why don't we let our sponsors tell us about some stuff? Maybe hotels. I don't know. Maybe. Personal, powerful conversations that deserve to be listened to. Before the Peace is an energeticcity.ca podcast now available on all major platforms that highlights Indigenous voices in Northeast BC. Hosts Jenna Moreland and Trey Lopashinsky will take you on a journey with an Indigenous lens on the history of the Peace region. Find out more, go to energeticcity.ca slash before the peace. Check out all of our podcasts, go to energeticcity.ca slash podcasts. Wow, we're back. Okay, hey. Hey. Okay, well, um, that was some very alarming. Thank you for shedding some light on the apparently dark underbelly of uh, Fort St. John uh, hotels. Mm-hmm. Some of them. Well, I'm going to take you to an even darker hotel. Spencer. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. On November 21st, 2004, Corey Braun, age 24, disappeared after a work Christmas party in Peace River, Alberta. Okay. To give the listeners a lay of the land, I wanted to touch base on the small town first. According to my fifth favorite website, which I mean I must have. You're like, I have, you're, I quote you, you have a lot of lists. Like, I feel uh, like, yeah. my God, I'm, I you're going to have to, favorite you're gonna have to list, or you're going to have to release the list of all your favorite websites. I will. Well, according to my fifth favorite website, Mighty Peace Tourism. Peace River is nestled in the spectacular Peace River Valley. The town of Peace River can be enjoyed in any season, no matter your yen. Wait, what? Yeah, it says no matter your yen. Is that like Chinese currency? Don't know. Okay. Enjoy magnificent views from several lookout points. Stay in one of our several full-service motels, hotels, or unique bed and breakfasts. Savor the fare at the fine restaurants, lounges, and craft breweries. Hike on trails weaving through the hills or view the local wildlife, often on the other side of the street. I mean, first quote. off, it sounds like Fort St. John. Uh, <laughs> second off, I... I... I think that this sounds magical, but then in reality, it's a very small, little, tiny town, which I 
don't think I saw a craft brewery, but well, or maybe, a fine restaurant or a lounge. Maybe they just got one. Um, I also feel like a lot of the there. time, people like if you come from a big city, that's where you want to unwind, right? You don't want to go like to fabulous Florida if you live in Florida. Uh, but yeah, also, because you want to leave Florida. Yeah, because you're in Florida. Yeah, that's so fair. I wouldn't want to be in Florida right now. Um, another thing uh, for uh, Christmas last year, Mom got me a um, gift certificate to a bed and breakfast. Like it's like two hundred bucks, and I haven't used it yet because I haven't. I've never stayed in a bed and breakfast before. <laughs> Don't do it. Just uh, get it. Oh great. Um, I mean, like I'm appreciative of it. I also it was uh, it's uh, it was like to Nick and I for Christmas, mm-hmm. and then I didn't tell Nick about it because I was going to use it uh, to go to Salt Spring with my friend. Oh, uh, Greg, keep that in. Uh, no, absolutely. He already knows. We laughed about okay. it. So the spectacular hotel, unique bed and breakfast, um, local wildlife, often on the other end of the street. That sounds like you're just going to be enjoying a nice brew, and then you look over and there's a deer which has happened to me actually when Mm -hmm. i live closer to downtown Corey was living and working in fort st john at the time for an oil and gas company named penn west Mm. he traveled three hours to attend a festive event with co-workers on the day of november 21st 2004 and i can only assume it was in a cold winter because they all are canada's unsolved stated that he was staying at the and i quote peace valley inn a 90-room hotel with three buildings, a restaurant, and a bar that night. And I can only hope that it does not have a moldy coffee pot. And that he was wearing blue jeans, a light blue denim jacket, a white t-shirt, and black roper cowboy boots, end quote. Dang. I do respect a good set of cowboy boots. A good Canadian tuxedo. Yes. Uh, much like our photo shoot, to be honest. Yeah, actually. Mm-hmm. Corey is described as being a white male, blonde curly hair, 5 feet 10 inches, and 209 pounds. After the party things got less clear. I don't really know a lot about oil and gas parties, but I know a few things. And at the time, those companies had a lot of cash to host these big parties. A friend of mine worked for an oil and gas company and they flew them all to Banff for a Christmas party. I'm going to go to Banff for a Christmas party. I would rather go to Banff than Peace River, Alberta for a Christmas party. Damn. I mean, I I haven't been, so I'm going to hold judgment. I work for a nonprofit and I get to expense pizza for Christmas dinner, so. We, We, Energetic has some pretty good Christmas parties. Apparently, Corey and his friends went from the hotel to a gas station that's only a six-minute walk away called the 12-Foot Davis Center. I thought that was a, you know, weird name for a gas station. Yeah, that is interesting. Like, okay, 12-Foot, is that like how big the gas station is uh, maybe the like, it's the 12 town. square feet it's it's a pretty small town like i could actually see Corey's hotel from the hotel that i was staying at oh did you get a picture yeah. oh yes i actually will get to it okay now according to rcmp there was a minor altercation at the gas station that night but the group returned to the hotel afterwards according to canada's unsolved Quote, at 3 a.m. on November 21st, 2004, Corey separated from the group at the south entrance of the hotel. His friends saw him walking towards his room. It is unknown if Corey ever made it inside, end quote. So just a reminder, these buildings are very close to each other, but they're separate. Um, like everything in Vancouver. Yes. I took my 12-year-old with me, actually, in Peace River um, to canvas the area, and I did actually get some photos, Spencer, of the entrance he was last seen at, and... I'll post all those photos on Instagram. That's a fun, like, you know, parental bonding activity. Well, you know, we were there for gymnastics. You might as well work You're like, leisure. we're doing what you want to do, and now we're going to do what I want to mm-hmm. do. Someone told me that police dogs at the time had tracked his scent to the parking lot, and then nothing. Uh, that makes sense to me if, you know, he got in a vehicle at yeah. the parking lot, and then they lost the scent there. And that's it? That's all we know? 
this is all we know. This is all that's put out there just on on the old Reddits and on the old Grams, you know. Um, the old Grams. The old Grams. This is... <laughs> This is what's this is what's been put out there, and so he just know, disappeared, and they they found his scent in the parking lot. He yeah. probably got in a vehicle. Who knows what happened? Yeah, and there was an altercation before that. Even weirder is this is not this very small town's first missing person case. Well, I mean that makes sense. I mean we have a lot of missing persons too, but it's odd that they just couldn't find anything afterwards. The I think they're you know they're completely unrelated, but we will be covering Carolyn Purser, who went missing in the eighties, like the mid I think at the mid eighties in Peace River, okay. um, and from the stuff I've been seeing online about that case, whoa, people think some things. The locals have thoughts, and they are not afraid to share them. They usually do. Yes. Uh, which again, not to discredit anybody, but okay, I see you've you've gotten a picture here. So if anyone has any information about this, please, please contact the RCMP Peace River Detachment at 1780-624-6611. Wow. Oh, I just see a picture from here. And uh, head over to our Instagram account. I'm going to be posting photos of Corey, his descriptions of what he was last uh, wearing, and some more information on how you can contact people if you do know something about this. Because... Yeah, it's odd it's that there's a small it, place. They were like they were able to establish what he was there for, what he was doing, and then mm-hmm. it's just like, and now we don't. Like we, it, there's a very clear separation of he got in, he probably got into a vehicle. And now we don't know. I, d- you know. Oh yeah. You well, just don't know. So, someone knows something. Someone knows. Uh, and if that's that someone is you, uh, contact the Peace River Police Detachment at seven eight zero six two four six six one one. Well, Emily, thank you for for that. That I'm gonna think about that later tonight, <laughs> because I get your theories going. Yeah, well, yeah, and uh, it is worth mentioning that Web Sleuths has a uh, a little link that we'll probably include in, yes. in our Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Instagram, mm. uh, where can our listeners find us? They can find us at Secrets of the North underscore podcast, or if they want to personally follow. You, Spencer, where would they follow you? They do you would, know? They would, yeah, I do know, actually. Do know uh, it is hall.spence. Thank you. And where can they find you, you, smartass? <laughs> ass. <laughs> this is, just look up ass on Instagram. You'll find Emily's face. You can find me at e to the underscore G-E-E on Instagram. Awesome. Um, well, if you have any, uh, also, yeah, so if you have any idea of what, what happened to this gentleman, please uh, contact the authorities. If you have a case that you want us to cover, uh, you can feel free to reach out to us on Instagram, either through the actual podcast page or through our personal ones, uh, whatever you want. It's probably easier to just do it through the podcast one, but it's up to you. Um, anyway, thank you so much for listening. Um, we couldn't do it without you guys, and uh, we appreciate uh, everyone who, who takes the time to listen or, or shoots us an Instagram message. Um, and who knows? Maybe we'll find a banjo of yours. It's happened before. It'll happen again. I hope. Well, maybe not, but I mean, anyway. Uh, thank you so much. Until next time. Okay. Bye-bye, Spencer. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this energeticcity.ca podcast. Energeticcity.ca is your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To help keep us independent and to support this podcast, go to energeticcity.ca slash join.